Now broadcasting from the Next Gen Conservative Studio in sunny South Florida. Bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. Before we begin the show, I I kind of want to start off on a somewhat uh, serious note. My uh, grandmother Maxine uh, passed away today at age 94. Um, I find it romantic that she went home uh, to be with grandpa on Valentine's Day. They were married for 67 years. He passed in 20... 16 and uh she just passed early early this morning so uh this one's for you grandma and uh with that let's start the show well she's got a, uh, she's got a hell of a valentine's day date ahead of her she, oh she most certainly does so um and it and uh, my grandfather actually, before he died, he wrote her a letter and said, I'm going to uh, go ahead and go to get heaven ready for you. And, uh, you know, it, it took him close to six years, but I guess heaven's finally ready for her now. So, uh, well, I'm still sorry for those uh, she's leaving behind like yourself. And I uh, wish you nothing but the best in that. Uh, sorry to hear that. I, I appreciate it. And uh, folks, you know, if you do have el- elderly relatives and grandparents who are still around, please, uh, you know, my advice to everyone is to call them or at least, uh, you know, spend some time with them if, if you're able to, because you never know when your time is up. So true that it's not just the elderly, man. You never know. I've lost young friends, you know. The people you're Same. close to, you know, that, keep them close. Mm-hmm. That's something else we have but, in common there, Sam. My, my grandma was also named Maxine. In, in, interesting. So, um, I yeah. hope it's not Waters. More she... <laughs> no. No. Okay. I, uh, just, no. Just the same uh, that... name. That's the uh, that's that's the one Maxine I won't miss. So um, for sure. But anyway, well, and uh, so and uh, I just have to make this joke. Hopefully, my grandmother won't be voting for Biden in the next door election. Oh. So uh, you know, you say that because it's fresh, but it's more—it's just as likely your grandfather who from 2016 would, right? My God, they dig them. They dig up votes from like people that passed in the 80s sometimes. And and the and, and the funny thing about about that too is like my my grandfather was a Richard Nixon Republican, and so I I could just see him like up in heaven, and he had a he had a he had a bit of a mouth on him too. He was. He was one of these World War II. Uh, well, then he would know about them digging yeah. up in the '60s for Mr. Kennedy, President Kennedy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the fucking '30s. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. And, Democrats uh, and dead voters is just this weird combination. I don't know. Something yeah, funky about that. You know, the funny thing of it is, is like, I think I've told you I am Irish on my dad's side of the family. So he hey, was like. the de- Like Republicans, I'm sorry, guys, but you are just not as loyal to your party. You know, no. you're like, till death do us part, bitch. Democrats is like, nah, this shit's <laughs> eternal. I'm going to vote forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You got to get that party loyalty up. That that is true. Um, but anyway, well, folks, uh, you know, in the spirit of Valentine's Day and everything romantic, we we have two topics tonight. Well, well, hold on. I just wanted to a quick comment on the name of the show. You said "From Russia with Love." I get that. That's Putin plus Valentine's Day. Good pun, right? And other VD tales. Now, Sam. It's going to be a short show because I don't have any VD tales. So it's going to be all your VD tales, huh? Um, Where does one well, pick up a venereal disease when they're crippled? Oh, no, I, I was like, I've never, uh, I've never had. Well, my, well, my, my, my reply to that, to that would be to ask Stephen Hawking. Oh, yeah, he got him on Epstein Isle. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, ask, Fair yeah, enough. yeah. Ask him. Better, uh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work, though? <laughs> the what? What I what I heard, and I don't know if this is true, but, but supposedly his fetish was watching midgets do like complex math problems. On like really high up chalkboard boards, so. Well, oh, so you just you meant Valentine's Day? I got you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I thought you were gonna talk about having gonorrhea or something. Well, no, because uh, I I was gonna say from uh, from Russia with love, and then other Valentine's Day. That's tales. usually where you would get gonorrhea is from Russia <laughs> with love. You know what I mean? Saying yeah. You go but over see, there, you probably get all kinds of shit. But see, Rumble, um, for me to type out Valentine's Day and, and other Valentine's Day tales, the title would have been too long because of, of the... Yeah, of and the then character. I just misunderstood and thought you were going to talk about herpes. Well, uh, you know, it is Valentine's gotcha. Day. It is Valentine's Day. My bad. It is Valentine's Day, so... Uh, and you did... You did warn me about all those female wrestlers, so that's. I mean, it don't matter if she's from Russia, although that's probably true too. <laughs> but if she's a female wrestler, you're very likely to have some VD tales. That's, that's yeah, what, yeah. So that's what I hear, anyway. <laughs> especially if if you're Vince McMahon, which oh boy, that's uh. I figured it out, Sam. I've cracked the mystery, but we got to talk about Putin. That's what the people want, right? Yeah. So Max and I both watched the uh, the entirety of the. I mean, I watched it the the when it dropped because I was like, well, I don't know how long the shit is going to be up for, so best watch sure. it now. 
Um, Same here. I waited because I didn't care because I knew something about Putin. The the interview confirmed. <laughs> yes, and I also knew something about Putin that the interview also confirmed. Yeah. So he, he has he suffers from undiagnosed autism spectrum disorder. Yeah. He's on the functional end, right? But he has those weird obsessions to talk about shit that's completely irrelevant to the to the subject and have no idea about social cues at all. Now, you could chalk that up to cultural differences, okay? But even to give somebody as shitty as Boris Yeltsin their due, he was not fucking autistic, okay? Stalin was not fucking autistic. Uh, Hitler, definitely autistic, super autistic, right? Um, so you can kind of tell. I mean, it's a colloquial term. I'm not a, yeah, uh, I'm a layman, right? But but it does seem to me that Vladimir Putin suffers on. So why did you invade the Ukraine? Well, you see, 900 years ago, in a village in Slovakia. Uh, some guy blah, yelled at another guy, <laughs> and it led to a chain reaction, and then this faction formed, and they fought that faction, you see, and all these other, it's like typical Russian bullshit. They're like hung up on shit that happened a fucking millennium ago. Yeah, yeah. And the answer never came to why he did it. Well, I don't know if you saw Tucker's video, like, that he did afterwards. But I his did, a bit befuddled. A bit befuddled, well, I would say. He, he yeah, was happy he got the interview because because yeah, it was in doubt that he would be allowed to do it. I get that, yeah. but um, he well, definitely his, seemed as confused as I was by a lot of it. His his theory too was that like Putin was stalling, uh, much of of the time doing the old. Yeah, but doing... no, but he he does that in every interview. I honestly think, like, the only thing he likes, Putin, is to, like, talk about, like, historical autism for hours on end. He should not be president of Russia. He should be a Discord guy. <laughs> right? Yeah. How many Discord He's guys a Discord you know? Guy from way back in the day. They hang out and they just talk about history. He'd be way better at that or give lectures at a... But no, instead he's going to invade Ukraine and we're going to pay umpteen trillion dollars to save some people that we didn't really even know where they were most of America a couple months ago, even when the war was going on, people don't know where that shit is. Um, I I do like that he kind of quietly outed that like Putin was a pro, uh, not that Putin, I do like the fact that Putin quietly kind of outed Tucker and like, oh, by the way, I know that the CIA tried to recruit you out of college, and good for you for not uh, joining them. So, yeah, just the KGB, you know, that's way better. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally not like the same thing. Only commies, you know. Yeah, but you know, like I think oh, people worse. I I think people kind of glossed over that that Tucker. I mean, it doesn't surprise I know, I know. He threw it in there for a reason. I get yeah. you. Um, I just like to point out that he was a KGB guy before he was president. 
no no i i, I would remember I... and loyal and commie and uh, that's why he yeah he has no problem with them kind of if you notice in the in the war a lot of the guys are starting to bring hammer and sickle flags right he has no problem with them embracing that kind of trad aesthetic because he was a part of it see russia's just fucked up <laughs> you're your theory about your theory about him making the war about like Nazism was right though because you yeah. actually you said that last week on the show. I, I want to restate this I, for the I, audience. It really, like Shmuley's better suited to talk about that than I am. But yeah, there's a, there's a remnant. It's it's both true and not true. Okay, but it, it is his big bone of contention. There's a remnant yeah. of people within the Ukraine that you have to remember that to them. The Soviets were the bad guys. Yeah. Okay. And that makes like anybody who fought the Soviets and a lot of them were on the side of the Nazis in the war. Like granddad was a Nazi. Right. And if you yeah. celebrate your patriotic granddad, it's easy to see why you might, especially when fucking, um, you know, Russia's invading again and they're carrying hammers and sickles. Why would you yeah. not pick up a fucking SWAT? I get it. It's a subset of kind of edgier, more fucking military-minded guys, actually, because they're some of the most organized soldiers they've got are Nazis. But I don't know how Nazi they are if it's... Like, it's hard to distinguish. I can't really tell by videos I've seen. And that's why I say Shmuley might know better. Whether they're just carrying the sign to piss off the fucking Russians or if they're actually, like, jew hating whatever whatever right like i don't i don't know if they're national socialists yeah actually, or if they're it's kind of like carrying an iron cross flag just to scare the enemy or whatever well and and from and from what uh just like friend, the other side aren't commies but they're carrying hammer and sickle yeah well and from well and from what my friend in front of show uh luke nicholas told me because he and i talked about the interview in private and he said that, like, from what he's heard, um, like, like the, the, um, but the, uh, but, but the, but the presence of those the, Nazis doesn't justify the war. No, it, it, it doesn't. Because those Nazis, whether they're Nazis or ironic, or they're just trying to piss off, it doesn't matter. Absolutely not. Because they weren't being violent against Russia. Russia struck first. And, and not just that, but, but like. But from what from what Luke told me, uh, the Azov battalion was like was basically disavowed by yeah Ukraine they, they are too. mercenaries. So but, and, but the problem is 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 martial law and it's a war, so you recruit the mercenaries to your fucking side. They're yeah. pro Ukraine. They're on their side ostensibly. They I don't think Zelensky really can tell them what to do because they're a bunch of bloodthirsty battle-hardened pro-Ukraine nuts, and they yeah. carry swastikas sometimes, not all the time. Now, and, and more and more since, since the war's been going on, they more carry Ukraine colors, right? Because it's popular worldwide. It's weird. I'm not really sure if, it, if they're Nazis or not, honestly. I honestly don't know or care because they weren't doing anything to start with. Right. That's the point of contention as far as I'm concerned. This is a war of aggression on the side of Russia. Yeah. And you're you, you by justifying that, I disavowed 
okay, our country's actions in Iraq from the beginning. How could I then be? And because the reason was, is because there was no need to nation build. Saddam hated Osama bin Laden. There were no weapons of mass destruction. And I lost two friends and a generation, like guys my age, all of them knew somebody who served. Everybody. Right. You went to high school with somebody that served because we, I graduated in 2002, which means 9 11 happened my senior year. Mine as well. Yeah. And we went to two wars within a couple fucking years of that. And everybody knows people who served. And most people my age know somebody who died. Yeah, the numbers weren't Vietnam high, but that's still fucked up. And I said from the very beginning that it was a pointless war. I didn't actually say that about Afghanistan. If Osama bin Laden was responsible, A, and he was there, B, then okay, I can understand some military action there to fucking in there harboring him. That almost made sense. It's still not the kind of war you'd want to fight, but I get it. But then Iraq, dude disavowed that. Saddam didn't like that at all because he knew that that would give Bush justification. It was all part of their plan to to, to do a big fucking war. They got the Patriot Act out of it. Everything about it was fucked up, right? And so I was against it. I was against it. And that's exactly what's happening to the flip side of things with Russia and Ukraine right now. Because at home, they've been more and more militant and the people are getting poorer and poorer. Right. And they're they're getting drafted, but then they're getting, um, you know, sent sent out there. Half of them, not half of them, but a lot of these conscripts that they get are from really poor areas where everybody's on fucking drugs and they're actual just drug addicts off the street. They don't get proper training. Right. Because there's a war going on. So you can't have like a year to fucking prepare these guys. You need them out there in fucking six weeks four if you can make it better. Right. And you send them right out to the front lines with their kit. It's worth a lot of rubles. You know what I'm saying? It's worth a lot yeah. of rubles. And uh, why don't they just flee over the border with the refugees and sell their shit on fucking eBay, which a lot of them did. They just straight up sold their gear and deserted. Way yeah. more than is normal. Right? But that's because Russia sent so many fucking dudes because this is a crazy war of aggression on their part. And they needed bodies and they're just throwing these guys at them. Now, not all of them are fucking deserting, but some of them did because that's what would happen if you sent a drug addict with no training and a bunch of gear. And and to be fair... And and by the way, they're fighting against the average age of a Ukrainian uh, fighter right now is 40. So, So it's a bunch of... It's a bunch of drug-addled, heroined-out uh, uh, conscripts with no training. And and the only reason that they would be is just to be like, yay, Russia, let's go. And some guys are like that, and that's why you see them. But they also are committing fucking crazy war crimes. Both sides are, because that's what happens in a war. Yeah. Uh, Silly Kelly in the comments said it best. Here's a gun and clothes. Time to go to war. Yeah, yeah that's... Here's a gun and expensive clothes and some some niche ammunition too. That'll help. Yeah, hundred percent. Let's let's yeah. So we fucking start so, a new life in like uh, Bulgaria or some shit. So one thing I want to point out is is uh, 
people are like getting upset at Tucker because Putin didn't answer the question. That's not Tucker's which, fault. To which I would say, yeah, that's not Tucker's fault. I I think what politician Tucker... does answer the question though? Trump. Trump, Trump um, is the only well, one. No, well, wait. Not... Vivek. Well, not well, not yes. just that, but also you know like... who doesn't answer the question? Politicians. DeSantis. Oh, well. oh, we're supposed to be nice to him. Oh, what a loser. Anyway. Well, uh, well, to be fair, too, though, like, uh, DeSantis hasn't, like, thrown people in the, in, in, uh, DeSantis hasn't thrown people in Miami yet, which is, like, well, our... Look, if he takes offense to that, I understand. And if anybody like that genuinely supported him takes offense to me still taking shots at him, I understand. Blame the DeSantis bros. Because yeah. they were the most fucking toxic, worst people throughout this entire election cycle that made me hate the Republican Party. Once again, back to where I used to be. The DeSantis bros made me hate DeSantis more than he ever did. Yeah. No, I I'd like to point Rumor out too. To the last. Yeah, but let, let me be in charge because everything's so <laughs> terrible; it's all gonna fall apart. What's your plan to take care of it? Next question. That's DeSantis's whole campaign. Oh, here's some white nationalist propaganda on my Twitter. <laughs> Fucking guy. Fucking guy, man. Uh, oh, it wasn't me. I didn't do that. It was the guy I hired. Oh, so we should we should make you the top hirer of the whole country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, what a sales pitch by the DeSantis team. Great job, guys. Yeah, well, also like, also Wicked know. Witch of the West Hills. Yeah, he didn't. At least he he's got style. He he knows he's like the Wicked Witch of the West, so he wears the heels. Well, but but also he didn't want to wear. Uh, he didn't want to take uh, dress shoes from Patrick David because that would have been a bribe or bribe or something. Like for what? What was it, you know a bribe for? I. That was what Patrick asked him too, and and he was just like, I just. Thank you, but I I can't take these. Trump Trump would have put them bitches right on. Oh yeah, Trump. Trump would have been like, like they look fabulous on me, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> He's no, a great I, dude. I think he made that, in America. Uh, they better be made in America. Wonderful shoes. Overall, I think I think I think Tucker did a good job of uh of conducting the interview. Yeah, uh, best you can. I the yeah, other thing he, he too did the is job that he could. The and, other thing and too Putin, is like if you're a diehard, there's the people out there that think he's the good guy in this somehow, and I'm not really sure how. Right? I think they I, just I think they just don't like America is really what it is. But either yeah, way, yeah, or, or or they're just being like contrarian edge lords. Like same I, thing, same thing. Yeah, yeah, that's well, what like. I mean. But yeah, well, but. but anyone other than them would not be like um come out of that with a pro putin opinion no my my whole thing is well fact, I... doing that interview exactly as he said was probably the best thing to do for the people that didn't want him to do that interview 
because yeah. it didn't make everybody fall in love with old Vlad. It was like because the average person, I've even had a couple people uh, uh, talking about this uh, recently, so I, I have some different opinions. And, and the average opinion is like, I don't understand what the fuck he was talking about. And they also remember that that's the guy waging the war that they've been seeing horrific videos of. Yeah. And they're just like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make them like him or, or sympathize with him in any way. Well, well, and, and people, Unless they already did. Well, and people, and people kept thinking too, that like, Oh, Tucker's are going to throw him softball questions. Uh, no, and, and like, why did and, you invade the Ukraine? Was the, the I believe a quote question, right? Yeah. He didn't say I mean, the, he didn't, I say the, because that's how you're, that's how we used to say it. It was the Ukraine. Now it's just Ukraine, whatever. Or well, now and like, it's, and it's not Kiev anymore. It's like a Kiev, whatever. And, Fuck you. And you make me say new shit. I'm a stickler for pronunciation. So that bothers me. And, uh, and, and Tucker, I mean, Tucker was polite. I will say that it was polite to Putin for sure. But then again, like, I'm sure Putin didn't, I, I'm sure Tucker didn't want to end up in a gulag in Siberia. And so, yeah, yeah you kind of have to be polite to the, the, uh, yeah, you, you kind of have to, you, you know, you kind of have to be polite to be polite to the bot, to the bond villain as well, he makes. Tucker's talked to fucking world leaders before, you know? Yeah, not all yeah. of them good people. Um, shout out to shout out to Megan Kelly too. Uh, I know as much as some people hated her initially, she she, you know, she stood up for Tucker and basically said, "This is this is stupid. What that you guys are freaking out about this? He is doing his job as a journalist." So, Megan Kelly. Uh, one up in my book, Chris Wallace. Hitler used to talk to a reporter from the New York Times on the phone all the time. And also, didn't Megyn Kelly basically say nobody oh, no. had an issue with them talking to uh, Damn, there was like a weekly column of, of Hitler talked to the guy on the phone and they would write what he told them in the New York Times. Yeah, yeah, no, no I know that that sounds aptly appropriate for the that you know that. That sounds exactly Eventually, he dictated a column for the New York Times for like a whole year before the war broke out. Yeah. And then continued to during part because he was at war with Britain at the time, right? Not us. Yeah. And he continued to say his propaganda right through the New York. And it was directly propaganda in his case. This was just a bad interview by anybody's standards. Next time, just let him do a fucking uh, lecture. <laughs> Don't ask him any questions. <laughs> Give him some mushrooms first. Actually, you know what? If everybody's so mad about it, I got a better idea. Why don't we have Joe Rogan? Have <laughs> on oh the Joe God. Rogan experience. Yes, please. Everybody wants it. Come on. Make it happen, Hollywood. Yeah, yes, yes. Please. You uh, you know you, I was you, in the KGB. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even see any of the, any of those videos from that ping trip guy. He makes like, he makes uh, he makes Joe Rogan edits. Um, 
Probably. that are that are hilarious. I I could totally see him doing doing that where uh where Rogan asked uh Putin's thing like, so have you ever have you ta- have you ever taken uh uh not LSD but what but whatever the the other thing he does he does uh EMT. Oh yeah. Gotta talk to the machine yeah. elves with Joe Rogan live. Oh, and we have to have Alex Jones on. Uh, oh my oh my god. Alex Alex Jones and Vladimir Putin, I feel like would be uh That's money. That is money. The left would fucking explode. Not only is that money, but I feel like I feel like Alex Jones is the one guy who could get away with like screaming at Vladimir Putin or something. Yeah, might, I don't think Putin would even get mad at him. He might he might be the only guy who could get away with actually screaming at Yeah, at he'd probably Putin. laugh. Cause Jones so, is funny. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I suggest the next uh candidate for the interview with Putin would be Sam. And then oh. we'd get hated on because Sam was just too nice to him, and I'd be like, <laughs> What do you want me to get him to do? Because all he ever does is be nice to his guest. He can't yeah. help that. Putin Putin would be the one inner interview who at the chat suggest the notorious figure you would like sam to interview and you know what they don't even have to be alive for this experiment well you know sam whitfield interviews hitler i would watch it because you would i have a feeling you'd still be nice uh uh he he's he sam he's a guest on your show book i uh... okay you know, I I would the the one question I would ask or is like why like if you had the one question I would ask or is like if you had gotten accepted to to art school like would that have changed uh how do you think your life would have changed if you had just gone to art school? Yeah, see, you'd be nice. I'd ask him why you're such a thing I'm not supposed to say. Well, I mean, I I would f slur. You can say that, right? They'll they'll make yeah. that a slur eventually. <laughs> let's say, let's yeah. make that happen. F slur is now a slur. But I I but I could also see Hitler like pulling a merch and uh. And be like, well, I think the question that you asked would get a similar response to Putin because, like I said, I think Hitler had autism and he'd probably go off on a rant about Vienna and the fucking the 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 boy's living house where he was getting it in the butt, you know. <laughs> and he'd probably talk about how he had one testicle, you know. <laughs> then he'd talk about veganism yeah. and how much he loves animals <laughs> and um. Then the the uh, the methamphetamines would start wearing off, and he'd have to go. No, you want to know uh, who? Like, if I could interview 
Well, A, if I oh, could interview... at one point he'll ramble about the Jews for about 30 minutes. <laughs> I forgot that. If I if I couldn't if I could have interviewed one person, uh it would have been Rush Limbaugh. Like yeah. he, like he would have been I'd ask him about fucking radio, not even politics, to be honest with you. I know his politics. Say <laughs> you know. Oh, I, I wouldn't ask him about about politics either. I I'd uh, no. I'd ask him, yeah, I'd ask him about radio. Yeah. Um, I, I'd, I'd ask the same thing with Andrew Breitbart. I wouldn't ask Andrew Breitbart anything about politics. We would talk about like, blo- I would probably talk about Andrew. I would probably talk about different blogging platforms with uh, Andrew Breitbart and just get like super niche into the web. Gordon uh, Liddy agreed to do an interview with me, and then he died. <laughs> I was the last person he was going to do an interview with too. And I had, I had this whole, I have a whole Twitter DM with him. It wasn't even his representative. That old fuck knew how to use Twitter. Cause he was the man that G awesome. he said, nobody asked him in ages. And at first he was like, I'll do it for 5,000. And I was like, I really can't pay you anything, but like legitimately I'm trying to introduce you to a younger generation of people that know nothing about that era of history or about your radio show. I grew up listening to it with my granddad. I wrote him like why I fucking cared. You know what I mean? I, I actually, G Gordon Liddy is audience. He's uh, significantly involved with the whole Watergate thing. Let's say that. And uh, he had a radio show as well after he got out of prison. And uh, it was, I grew up listening to that. And I just wrote him that story. And he's like, you know what? I'll do it, but I'm real sick. So I'll let you know when. And it wasn't but a few weeks later, he died. It's like, that would have been the best thing ever, even if nobody listened to it just for me personally, you know? I missed it. Yeah. Well, um, you know, we, I, we have had some in- interesting, uh, guests. You That's know, for on, sure. It's been popping on over. off on the Monday show, Sam. Yeah. I mean, this week, this week, what happened was the guest I was going to have on, uh, canceled. So there was, you know, no Monday show. And it by happens. the time, by the time I, uh, found out uh you know it was kind of too late to do one but you know we we have we've had a lot to talk about you know with tonight's show with the whole uh putin thing you think I, we gave the people the putin that they wanted yeah okay so we can talk about vince mcmahon and my theory yeah I yeah all yeah. the whole case yeah, so uh what's up with Vince? Does he have syphilis or what? I don't know about that part, but what All I do it. know is he suffers from boomer smartphone porn <laughs> addiction. <laughs> Think about it for a second. Think about it. He was a little bit weird. And everybody seems to agree. Nobody's like, he wasn't like that for us, right? And and it mentions he would say it to, like, top stars and other executives. Every other executive and top star he's ever worked with is like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, Bret Hart was like, 
No, he never mm. offered me to have sex with his girlfriend. What the fuck? I would have quit. Mm. Right? They're all completely yeah. fast. What happened? Around the mid-2000s, right? Smartphones, right? Boomers, especially, like him. You might say he's great. He's in his 70s, but like he's a boomer. For all intents and purposes. Yeah, yeah. You know, his dad fought in the war, so he's a baby boomer. Um, He, right, got a smartphone, found that you could watch porn on it, like many, many boomers, and became one of those guys. And if you've ever worked in a blue-collar job, maybe even a white-collar job, you've met one of those guys because they'll show you porn yes. on the phone like yo do you see this and it's some sick twisted shit yeah. ready to see before you finished your coffee yeah yeah it's not the playboy stuff that i like it's the it's the like whoa i didn't even know that's the that... fucking degenerate shit yeah, yeah it because it's, the fucking porn hub and shit like that they push that shit on you the way youtube recommends videos they push you to the most degenerate shit. It's basically all you can find. That's true. And boomers can't handle so much porn. The most porn they remember from back in the day was the magazines with the girlies. Maybe you might get a hustler, but likely it was a playboy. And right. if you know the difference, then you know the difference, right? Like playboy just showed some titties. Sometimes a bit of bush, never a full-on vagina, and certainly not sex. Hustler, the whole that was where the dirty shit was. And then there was even more niche magazines if you wanted to get crazy. They had whole stores because before there was porn, you had to walk into the store instead of your phone in shame and talk to the clerk and show your ID. And maybe some people didn't do it in shame, but the one time I ever went to a porn store with my friend, because we thought it would be funny, we both walked out feeling kind of gross because we just went to a porn store mm. hoping nobody sees you, you know? But now they got that shit on their phone and they can just go, doop, doop, doop. oh yeah, and <laughs> fap one out in the bathroom at work. And Vince McMahon became one of those. I guarantee it. And he fell down what's called the click hole. Many guys talk about this. There's a whole thing on like r slash no fap and all that. But the click hole is because it's not enough anymore, right? It's like any addiction. You need more and more until it becomes more extreme and weird, right? Because it's so easily and readily available to your fucking lizard brain. That you find shit that's weirder and weirder until until you reach your point where it's too gross for you. So some I guys have... don't have that point, and Vince is kind of the type that wouldn't, right? Vince definitely so, does not have that point. Plus, I'd mentioned before, he's also been hitting the head a lot, right? And steroids and all maybe other drugs, probably Coke. I mean, he's Vince McMahon, right? Probably in the 80s did a hella coke, right? Like just yeah. blowing lines like Scarface. He's rich as fuck. Regardless, in his 50s, he started wrestling. And that's when he started getting concussions. He didn't get concussions his whole life like a lot of wrestlers. 
And right around the same time, he would have got a smartphone and been on tons of steroids and been like, oh, yeah. And he's a businessman, right? So he's all about convenience. Oh, I could do porn on this? Oh, yeah. Fucking he would have been an expert. (laughs) Next thing you know, next thing you know, and this is my theory now. Remember, I read those graphic text messages for all you to fucking enjoy. But we have only seen selections. These people were in a relationship, whatever you want to call it, for two years. What's in the rest of their text messages? And further question, was he just like Johnny Foxing? Yes. Was Vince McMahon Johnny Foxing? And by which I mean role-playing in his dirty, perverted bullshit. He's like, oh, yeah, three black dicks in all your holes. Like, did that actually happen? Or is it in his head and he's trying to get off to some chick on his phone? I was actually... And, and And if it's so bad, here's another one. John Laurinaitis came out. And said he was a victim, actually, and that he was forced into this. So here's my question for him. Ready? Why would you, for a year, Agreed with away. a cancer-stricken wife who's in chemotherapy, the Bella Twins' mother, by the way, was in chemotherapy, would you be banging this broad three times a week on a schedule if it was forced? And by the way, Vince wasn't there for it. He just allegedly ordered them to do it. So you show up to the hotel. She shows up to the hotel. You're both forced into it. See, here's where the problem lies, right? You're both forced into it. That's the word they're using, the terminology. But Vince isn't there. Wouldn't you play cards? Absolutely. Or like, all right. Let's hang out for 20 minutes and then fucking I'll tell. Oh, yeah, it was great, Vince. This is why I'm skeptical that she's even a victim. I just think they're all fucking degenerate. And I think she was an innocent girl that got roped into a life of degeneracy. But she certainly took the $250,000 worth of jewelry. She certainly lived in these uh, lavish hotels. The whole time that she was working at the company, she certainly knew she didn't have a job there. She certainly knew she was getting a six-figure salary. She certainly knew that she was being told to fuck these other guys, but she didn't actually have to because if everybody's being forced, they could just say no, right? Yeah. And I think he was a porn-addled fucking boomer. And uh, and he should be sentenced to like the worst horny jail of all time. Which which Mort which Mort runs. So oh, God. here's here's the thing with jo- Johnny Laurinaitis. To my understanding, Johnny uh, and Vince's relationship is to the point where Vince would want details. That's why he quote unquote had to. That's bullshit. Because oh, you can oh, make I, that I, up. Oh, I agree. But you can that make that just... shit up. Doesn't matter. Oh, I, right. I agree, but that would be Johnny Laurinaitis' recent quote-unquote reasoning. Well, then he's fucking dumber than Vince. I agree. And now, so people ask the question, was Vince always this bad? Probably. 
but the but the porn thing really does fuck with guys' minds. I'm not kidding. That's a serious thing. And if and and, and look, it's embarrassing to talk about. I get that. So like, don't nobody have to even talk about it. But if you think you have a problem with porn, it might be time to stop. Well, the well the porn thing, but also I I don't want to gloss over this too because this is important. The porn definitely the. The porn was definitely a factor. It could have been the main factor, but also, like you said, the concussions for sure. No, none of this is excusing his behavior, in my opinion. No, no, I no. But I, I do think it's a more complicated tale than the seedy fucking text messages make it look. Now, upon looking at it, and I said I think he's guilty of something, and he probably is. But there's a couple problems. Do you know why she's suing? Uh no. I if if I if I had to guess though, I, I would if I had to guess, I would go for the easy one and say like sexual harassment or something like that. No, 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 no. Because he broke the NDA by not paying the other promised two million dollars. So so more money. More oh. money. She's suing, she was like, Oh, you're not gonna pay me what you promised. Now you're gonna owe me way more money. So one, that's kind of problematic for her case. Uh, if I was a, because I sat down and I thought, well, if I was a defense attorney, well, how would I look at this case? Now, it's one, I don't have access to the defendant, so that's tough. Two, I'm not a defense attorney, so that's even tougher. But I try to look at it from the opposing viewpoint of like what could Vince possibly say or do, or what mitigates this situation that we don't know. And that seems to be all I could figure is he's a concussed, drug-addled overworked overstressed 70 something year old man who went out of his fucking mind probably like you could probably argue there's maybe dementia going on um and you could also argue the fans kind of knew something was wrong with him for quite some time because his booking was like nonsensical and garbage the fans have always known that and so they left in droves yeah, They're coming back now because it's not as nonsensical. And it's, I mean, pro wrestling is always garbage, but as garbage goes, it's pretty good. All right, right now. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's fun. Gar- it's fun garbage at this point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know about AEW unless you like ass and titties. It seems, and even that doesn't seem to be doing good in their ratings or ticket sales department. But, you know, yeah. I, hear, I hear TNA was doing good, but they fired, uh, uh, Demore. That's a shame because he was promoting his trainee girlfriend, going to be the fucking face of the company. Giselle, whatever. Get woke, go broke. Well, that's the thing. A shout out to uh, Val Venus on Twitter uh, because he got into a war with the whole AEW like fan base, basically saying that trainee shouldn't be in the women's division. And I agree with him. Which uh, I which... get that wrestling might be a little different than other things. But here's the problem with having trainees like, what if a girl's uncomfortable with it? That may that puts her in a bad spot. So, uh, friend of show Craig, who we're going, Craig, uh, Blissfit, I don't know his last name, but uh, that he basically said that like a few weeks ago, and that was what got him, uh, temporarily like that's what he got banned for. I mean, I, I agree with him. Intergender I, matches are fine. I, I guess we've we've had intergender matches since the dawn of time, but that's yeah. why the men wrestle with the men and the women wrestle with the women is they are physically like the problem is 
right? From the flip side, right? Like a, like a trans uh, uh, female to male wouldn't cut it in the men's division, generally speaking. Because there's a certain look expected and an athleticism expected and a size expected. There's very few women that can stand toe-to-toe uh, -to -toe with most of the guys because the guys are usually of larger size even now like than your average person on the street at least. And even the largest of women aren't, I mean, I mean, Charlotte and Rhea are huge. Like, don't get me wrong. Standing next to me, you could even tell that they're tall, but I'm still bigger than both of them. Right. And I'm just an average dude. A lot of like average actually used to be the average height of a wrestler was six, five. Uh, now it's a little shorter because there's a lot more wrestling nerds that think short guys with no personality vanilla midgets or whatever are great uh, yeah i'm not i'm not one of them so johnny same face right johnny do you think, gargano do you think uh do you think johnny fox here's what i want to know would you take johnny fox on in, in a pro wrestling thing Nah, nah. I don't want to fight Johnny Fox. I mean, if he wants to fight me, that's I fine. I want to see it. I don't want to fight Johnny Fox. He's. I don't even really like talking about him anymore. I did put up the other video. I guess a cheap plug uh, for my channel. I put up the Cringe Coffee House Classic Edition, uh, which contains the footage of me showing the videos of him being at Charlottesville as well as him defending Charlottesville, as well as him saying he's all right. And um, the guy that uh, made the archive that I got those from actually contacted me. I'm going to uh, get in touch with him to try and get the original tapes just to be double sure. So, um, yeah, I did prove two years ago before he even got YouTube famous or whatever that Johnny Fox was a Nazi. And um, I stand by that today. If he's not a Nazi, he stood side by side with Nazis while they, well, while one of them ran over a whole bunch of people. He was right there, yelling, "Oh shit! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go!" <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, Johnny Fox is a Nazi, ladies and gentlemen. But um, you can check the video, and don't worry. If he deletes it, it's just going to go up <laughs> all over the place. You'll get to see it if you really want it. I mean, I proved it two years ago, but apparently nobody nobody heard me till they heard me about him being a furry pervert, right? And then there's a whole nother one that a bunch of other people have heard that I don't even want to talk about, but like a whole nother pervert thing that may come out, but I ain't going to be the one to put it out because... uh that's too much for me, man. Uh, I'll leave Johnny Fox alone after that. But I did, in the course of all that, make a claim, right? And the claim was that Johnny Fox was at Charlottesville and was alt-right. And a lot of people hadn't heard that. His audience on YouTube, much larger than ours. Oh, my God. The tragedy. Hadn't heard of Johnny Fox before. They just liked catfishing videos, right? And they thought he was kind of funny with commentary. Particularly, yeah. I've heard. And like this is to give the the devil his due, I guess, that they appreciated his comedy in so much as he's not 
sympathetic to the victims of catfishing because they're stupid and they all kind of laugh at the women and that's why they watch the show, right? And that they liked Johnny's voice, which again, I told them all to their face immediately upon saying that, that I find that laughable because he sounds like a fucking Muppet. <laughs> sounds like Fozzie Bear. This Johnny Fox, please, gentlemen, welcome to the Johnny Fox show. Let's get going tonight. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, I'm, I'm from fucking voice. Richmond or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, no, wait, no. He's Uber. Wait, no, he's from he's from London. Oh, wait, that's his author persona. I don't know. He said he was from Boston. He said he was from Canada. And he's been in fucking Virginia the whole time. He just changes his location tag on Twitter, and he's like, I'm in Canada now. <laughs> Famous Canadian author. <laughs> Famous Canadian author. He, he did a thing um, a Reddit. You can look this up. I, ha I could point you to the thread because you can't delete a reddit right he did i am famous i am famous author jack pierce ask me anything and reddit was like proof claim auto modded he got caught with his claim bullshit by the bot in the thread got closed that's amazing the, the reddit bot was like bro that's bullshit yeah you know who's a you know who's a real author though, yours truly, and uh, we thank everyone for purchasing Shadows of, of Deception in January. Actually, had a surprising number of sales. Uh, February is looking pretty good Order too. Is last day Valentine's gift. Yeah, so yeah. Get until later, but you can say it's belated. Yeah, ladies, if if you. If you uh if you have a if you have a girlfriend who for some reason is into uh action thrillers, buy her this book. Or ladies, better yet, ladies, if you know a guy who's <laughs> Sam got it straight backwards. This is the best pitch of all time. Shadows of Deception. Buy it. Amazon. Buy it. Uh author? What's the author's name on that, Sam? Sam Whitfield. Sam Whitfield. Okay. And uh, people have been wondering what what this little little well, we, band we, here we is. Won't, we won't we won't be crazy like like Johnny Fox there and make some crazy claim. Uh, it's not a bestseller at the moment. It's a hot up and comer though. No, it's it's you know it's it's not a it's not a bestseller, but it's gotten. I will say for, it's gotten for first time author to sell more than twelve books. Is impressive, you know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, yeah, I, I definitely do. And it's gotten, it's gotten some, uh, you know, I wouldn't say it's the best debut, but it's gotten some uh, nods from some notable authors. So that's what I'm um, saying. Hot, so yeah, up and comer. Right, you won't and, say bestseller uh, and be Johnny Fox and get auto modded on fucking Reddit like an idiot. You say you're selling more copies than you expected, and that is true. Yeah, that is super. You guys have no idea how true that is. He's blown away. <laughs> Every copy you sell makes him more and more flabbergasted. So much so that, like, for this next, uh, for the for the fourth estate, like. I'm actually going to upgrade the paper quality for that book. Nice. And like, uh, 
and like make the paper quality. Now, now it's a trilogy. Let me ask you this, Sam, because this is the thing I want to know. When we get all three, could you do a collector's hardcover? Ah, well, you'll have to wait and because see. I would want that on my shelf, I'd, and you know it. I'd buy it. Yeah, you'll you'll, you'll have to wait and see, Max. And I can tell you. That's my favorite way to do little series like that, right? Is have a big hardcover. Yeah. Mm. That's um, like um, that's how Stephen King did the Green Mile. Yeah, yeah. Like seven little novellas, and then they put it into one book, and then they made that movie with the. Yeah, that yeah yeah that's true. So yeah. I because I bought the fucking ones as they come out. He used to be a decent writer. <laughs> Uh, well, he's still a good writer. He's just insane. Yeah, he's... His well, writing it, on Twitter is uh, awful. That's always been true, though. So... Books, I'm just finishing up a reread of The Institute. And it is interesting that he made um, several predictions in that book that are, like, kind of similarly to true, in my opinion, about the nature of the elite... Um, but he just thinks it's Rupert Murdoch or something. And also yeah. the book, um, I th oh, what is it? It's Billy something um, just came. Billy Summers. Great book. Honestly, great book. But overtly, he put some political messaging in it for sure. Not too, too much. Um, but the overarching concept is the the real villain of the whole story is basically fiction Rupert Murdoch. Well, well that, well, that's just like, that's just like that's Don... very Stephen King. He looks at things and it's crazy. Cause he comes to the same conclusions you might about the nature of power, but he's just like, but the right wingers are the bad guys. Even if they're not in power, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That that's, that's, <laughs> That's basically, an interesting way to look at it. I don't know. Well, that that's basically that's basically what Don, what Don Winslow does too. Uh, Don Winslow, he wrote like a he wrote like a really good uh, he wrote he wrote like a really good uh, trilogy on the cartels actually, and then basically at the end of it, he was basically like, so the drug war is a problem. Basically, just because of Bush and the and the Republicans and Reagan, and that's like, it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Clinton and Biden's little crime bill had nothing to do with it, huh? No, no, not <laughs> not just this this that old little Clinton Biden crime bill. Not at all. And, and put, let, that put like a third of black people in jail over the next two decades. Well, and you know what? And let's also admit that oh, maybe, maybe that maybe that had something to do with it. And let's and let's and let's also admit the corruption uh, in the Mexican government. Uh, you know, too. Oh, and ours. They're bring. They're the ones that brought crack into the fucking. They want to you know talk shit. It was it was both sides. Well. They they loved the idea of the fucking. Con the thing is, is there's a power class that wants to be the power class. Right, right, right. But but what I'm saying, we're, we're like, you know, where our friend Steve Stratton goes into how both sides, you know, of, like he yeah. goes into the, into the politics of, 
of the of the drug cartel is from like a geopolitical thing. Don Winslow just wants to go into the Republicans. Yeah, they have their own set of politics. They ain't got nothing to do with the fucking abortion and LGBT. I'll tell you that. Right, right. But yeah, you know, politics is a whole different fucking bag of animals to deal with. Yeah, but you know, Quite orange, literally in most cases, animals. Orange, orange man bad. Yeah, so right. he's the worst. Cartels are great because Orange Man is bad. Ha <laughs> ha. No, Did they, they murder people bad? ruthlessly for li very little criticism. Well, no, also... What I'm saying now would be enough if I was in Mexico it, to probably get me fucking offed. Yeah, well, you know... Uh, Not I, even mentioning a specific cartel. Just being like, the cartels are fucking evil and crazy. They'd be like, we must find him. Well, they, you know... they sending fucking like uh, hatchet after me, you know what I mean? A, cer a certain machete that's it machete they'll be sending that guy a they'll certain uh, a certain streamer may or may not a, a certain streamer may or may not uh be in trouble with the cartels now so <laughs> i don't i don't know anything about that i just know that Which they one? are not nice people i have seen them peel a face to the beach of fucking funky town and i never want to see anything that horrific again let Don't me guess, look Sam. up the Funky Town Gore video. Just even if you I'm, think that sounds like, oh, it's not that bad, Max. It's that fucking I, bad. I'm sure, it, but but the, like that all sounds. He wasn't and, dead, but they just took his face off. And I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look it up, but that sounds like something out of, I like I know it's real, but it also sounds like it could be something out of, like a Quentin Tarantino movie or. Yeah, like that. yeah. That's why it takes a minute to hit you, and it's like because it's at like a bar, and they're just playing like in the back room at a bar. So out there, they're playing loud music. It's Funky Town while they rip this guy's face off, gouge out his fucking eyes. So what you, so what you're saying are, so what you're saying is that the cartels really are a bunch of sick fucks. Who knew? Yeah, well, it hits the realism. And by the way, most of the gore videos that are around today, like, uh, either come from cartels, right, or Russia. Now, what? Now, what I want to know are these gore videos still out on YouTube? No, no, the gore videos are on like gore sites, but they're like common, just like porn sites. There's people that look oh, at gore. Okay. You know because, what I mean? Because, because what? Well, because it used to be you would come across it on like LimeWire or something, but now I, I, the people that like gore, I mean, well, Rotten.com was like the original, but Rotten wasn't gore so much as just shit you shouldn't show people, right? <laughs> yeah. Not everything on Rotten was gore, but it was all awful and rotten. <laughs> yeah. Silly Thank Kelly you. in the chat says the gore is all on Discord. There you go. That's probably true, too. I yeah. hadn't thought about it. I'm not like agoraphile. I don't like the stuff actually. I, I my mother when I was young worked at an emergency room and I would hang out there and you'd see some fucked up shit that way. You know? And I, I've seen enough in real life. I've seen I seen a guy shot one time actually in Detroit. Like drive-by shooting across the street. I was out I was out on the front porch. Um perfectly legally smoking is not marijuana cigarette or cigar as it's called 
colloquially. And um, there's just a car pulled up with a bunch of dudes with uh, rags on. I think they were like teal. And then they fucking had all these like busted ass guns with like tape on them and shit. And they all leaned out the windows and they went, Yo, what's up, bitch? And he was walking out the door and he just went, <laughs> Like you would. And he fucking died. That's why I moved out of Detroit, I, by the I way. Lo- I love that this is our Valentine's Day episode. We, we've yeah, talked. Yeah, hey, we've talked. We've talk- says love like a little gore. We've talked about Putin. We've talked about Vince. And we've talked about uh, people getting getting shot at, uh, in their face. <laughs> and getting their faces removed. And yeah, we- I don't think they ever caught those guys either. They I mean, called uh, me. I gave a wit. I, mean, I ran though. I went in the fucking house, still smoking my blunt. <laughs> like I didn't yeah. see nothing. I didn't see shit. Cops came. They were like, "Did you see?" It? Well, yeah. I don't know. It was like four Latino guys in a fucking jalopy with shitty guns, <laughs> and they, <laughs> you know, and they just lit the place up and then drove off. And I'm like, then they were like, "Well, what did you do?" I was like. I ran inside. What the fuck would you do? But but Max, D- Detroit, <laughs> Detroit, Michigan has like the strictest gun laws, so there there's no way a drive by happened. And I don't think those guns were legal. I'm just gonna speculate there. But but I Max, have a sneaking suspicion that those guns were obtained illegally. But and Max, also, could you imagine they were brandished and then also fired recklessly? into a man's chest a couple dozen times so he went uh, 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 like in the movies it was it's kind of <laughs> fucked up you know what i mean you don't you don't expect that kind of shit in real life because he's just like uh, 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 as he's getting hit he got hit a bunch of times and then they just peeled off so i actually- just got in went in the house finished my blunt hid the weed called 911 so I actually have a question for you. And I'll have you know that I wouldn't have saved his life if I didn't, you know, because he was already dead. So I actually have a question for you then. When you when you watch action movies, and must also be I wasn't the first person to call 911, obviously. Action movies must be really boring for you then because, like, you've seen so much more, I don't want to say interesting shit, but, like, much more realistic shit not really i kind of like it better without like all the obscene amounts of gore and like realism um like video games are great because their gore is all corny most of the time <laughs> I love yeah yeah them. i'll chop all the limbs off that shit looks corny i i know I know Doom's like all right but then but then the thing about doom is it makes you like it because it's like Rip and tear until the job is done. Yeah, yeah, I like the gore and doom. I know. I know. I know. I know. Metalish shit of all time. I know. I know veterans who like served in Iraq and have like PTSD, but they still love call. They still love playing Call of Duty. Call of Duty and fucking Arma. They they even like playing simulators. 
Oh yeah, they, they love Silly Kelly says Max was losing it for a second over Doom. Yeah, of course. It's Doom's 30th anniversary. That means I am exactly old as fuck, but Doom is still the coolest thing ever. Name something yeah. more metal than Doom. I'll wait. Uh metal music. Duke Duke Nukem. Doom is full of metal music. Doom is metal music that changes, uh, Doom 2016 specifically, that changes in accordance, slight variations based on the weapon you're using and the rate of fire at which you're firing. Yeah. So you're making the music with death. That's metal as fuck. That is metal as fuck. Doom 2016 is a great game. Right. That's what I'm saying. Um, And the, and the gore is like over the top and crazy, but it's not really realistic. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's cartoony still. For me. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think they just really I think they just Released like the Doom 30th anniversary on the PlayStation Store. Uh, if I'm not oh, yeah? mistaken, that, I guarantee I'm sure that's on Game Pass. I probably have that. So I have why would I need that? I have um GZ Doom, uh, with which I used to play mods such as Brutal Doom, and uh. You can do it with like an actual like metal version of the original Doom soundtrack. I play Doom all the time. Are you kidding me? You can run Doom on anything, and I run with computers all the time. Of course, I have fucking Doom every. <laughs> Doom is great. I don't give a fuck. Doom one, Doom two, especially right. Doom three. <laughs> Doom 2016 kicks ass. Doom Eternal is uh, not quite as good. Yeah, I, I've I've heard people come. I've never played Doom. I've never played Doom three or Doom. A little too much platforming for my liking. I'm more of a. I like the I like the chain shotgun. That's fucking dope. Um, but postal brain damage did that concept way better. The chain shotgun is like how you move around that game. It's fucking awesome. That game's wild though. <laughs> it helps to like use some recreational enhancements to play that game. Because <laughs> it's fucked up. The whole postal series is fucked up, but that's why I love it. And hey, running with scissors as a company is still like the best video game company Twitter there is because they're the ones that um, aren't afraid to just say whatever because running with scissors makes their own money completely. They're basically complete independent powerhouse because of the postal franchise. That just sounds like a great video game company name to running with scissors, running with scissors. Yeah. Bro, in Postal 2, I don't know if you've played Postal... Have you played Postal 2? Not in a long time. We're going to need... that. That's a thing. Audience, let Sam know if you want to see him play Postal 2. We could definitely set that up. I have a playthrough of Postal 2 on my Twitch that was like the funnest thing ever. I yeah, I... Twitch now, but that was years ago. 
Yeah. And and I, 4. Have you played Postal 4? No, I didn't even know that they made a Postal 4. Yeah, it's awesome. It's fantastic, actually. It's everything I wanted it to be, including Ooh. the jank. <laughs> yeah. Steam Deck uh... verified, even. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have some video games this week besides this. What else is going on? I'm uh, still playing Diablo 4, the game that everybody says sucks. I actually really like it a lot. I've I found an I found an indie uh I've I found another indie indie game uh which I should probably look I should probably look it up to see what it is, but it's uh it's basically like a it's an eighties like tabletop style uh game but it's on steam actually on steam let me see let me see if i can find what it is i think um Yeah, no, I'm not. I don't think I'm finding it. Riveting, riveting stuff. Well, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No. Um. Oh, oh, rough, ju rough justice eighty four. Okay. Yeah that that's the name of that's the name of the game. Uh. I already, I already gave my Suicide Squad take, right? It's like mid as fuck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Here's my, here's my whole thing is I think, I think at this point, like paying seventy dollars for a game is mostly stupid, especially since like at that point a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it's that like controversial of a take, but apparently people do. But I wait I'm like sales. I'm not a oh I got yeah. have it on day one. I have too much to play. I got Diablo 4. Yeah, no, yeah, no, me after too. it came out, you know, for like half the price. And I'm still playing it. And all the people that bought it at launch hate it, and I paid way less than them. And I'm like, I got my value out of it. Yeah. Um I, I bought BG3 on, on sale during Christmas and I love it. There you go. I wait. I don't I don't jump in on the big blockbuster titles just to be a part of the thing. And then even still, a lot of them are on Game Pass, so I just get them anyway. So I am a part of the thing half the time. It's Star I, Starfield Starfield I liked for a while and then it was just load screens forever. I I will say that like as much as I shit on uh Lucasfilm for what they've done with Star Wars uh jedi survivor is not a bad game is it worth Agreed. is it worth is it worth like 70 dollars no but i got it for like 33 because of the valentine's day sale so the first the first one i played on game pass yeah because it's got the ea thing first and one it was so yeah. good it was so fucking good 
Yeah, and I I just I just got the second one. I started playing it last night. It's pretty good. So, but again, that game came out last year, and people were like, "Oh, you need to buy it." And I'm like, "Nope, it's seventy dollars. I'm all wait. I had to I had to I had to wait a year, but it was worth it." So, uh, it's it's. Yeah, it's not even the price with me. It's the principle of like for that price, I don't have a lack of games. I have too many. No. Um I have well, way too many. Like well, like I said, like I I missed out on like them shit thrown at me half the time. I still haven't given away that Roman uh uh strategy game code, have I? No, but to my knowledge. Well, we'll no, have to do that. But it is Valentine's Day, and there are some lonely gamers out out there. Uh, All right, let's see. Can we get some lonely gamers in the chat? Press one if you want a Roman strategy game where you basically play as Julius Caesar and control an army and conquer Eurasia and then Rome. Because Caesar dies and your your character replaces him. And so you're Caesar. <laughs> Which gives the perfect reason as to why, like. Oh, we got we got some ones in the chat. Oh, Sam, you want it? It's yours. I mean, you got in first and 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 I would have given it to you anyway. Shit, <laughs> it's a good game. I mean, that just you sounds. You that can run it. Oh, the... it's Mac. Let me check. Yeah, that's the that, that is the question. So, uh, if not, Callie can have it. So, it's worth checking, so it doesn't go to waste. What um, what's the what's the game? Um. Expeditions Rome, I believe. Okay, uh, let's see. Yeah, Expeditions Rome. It does not include the Gladiator DLC, just the base game. It is controller friendly. Uh, they added a patch for that. <laughs> Expeditions Rome. Yes, I'm not sure. I can't really store page. There we go. If I looked at the store page, it is a lot of fun though. If you like um, XCOM style tactical, whatever, it usually says what it supports somewhere. System requirements, Windows, Windows. Yep, I okay, yeah, so it's not it's not on any consoles either, so no, no, this is a very it has a controller friendly, but it is a PC game. Very much so. The whole series is it comes from this I've played all three of the games these people make. If you like historical shit, uh they're a lot of fun because the first one was Conquistadors, and so you were a conquistador leading across, you know, conquering. And then the second one was Vikings. Oh, you're likely not going to play it. 
Well, then I'll give it away on Twitter when more people have a chance to win. Dippage. Uh, silly Kelly. To the live chat, not for Silly Kelly anyway. We'll give more people a chance. If you're not going to play it, then why would I give it to you? <laughs> that, is, that is a good question. Uh, it is a fantastic game. I'm probably going to play it again on hard. But I like XCOM style games. It's one of those games, though, with like hit chance percentages. So you'll have like a 90% chance to hit and miss and then get murdered. And then your dude's dead for real. <laughs> I like that kind of shit. What can that I say? That would piss me off. I play all kinds of games like that. That's like my thing. Permadeath. High stakes. I like that. XCOM. Uh, Darkest Dungeon. That's a great one for that. Oh, don't ever get attached to your dudes in Darkest Dungeon. <laughs> That'll end in heartbreak. Darkest Dungeon is wild. It, it is. Um, Morth Morthius, what what have you been playing? You're an insom you're an insomniac. I I see you up up at three in the morning. Gaming. I just said I've been playing BG three. A lot. Oh, ba oh, Battleground Three. No, Boulder's uh, Gate Three. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I've actually. Heard oh yeah, that. what's your what's your console of choice? PC. I believe that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and you just got BG3, so you don't want to play it either because you won't play it for like a year. Yeah, probably. Fair enough, but somebody will. It's Rome, for fuck's sake, and you get to be Caesar. Essentially. I mean, it sounds like a game that's right up my alley, but unfortunately, I'm com completely engrossed with BG3 right now. For sure. I'm, I already had it. That's why I got a free copy. And I'm still engrossed with The Witcher 3. Right and now. I, I, in fact, liked it so much, but I'm a Rome nerd, as you know, that I got the uh, Gladiator DLC, which is like a whole side story, and you can play in the arena. That sounds fun just in, a, just in, a, in and of itself. Well, yeah. See, as, as like a Rome history nerd, the idea of being Caesar as he... As he conquers uh, most of Eurasia and then heads back to Rome to make a name for himself, it's pretty fucking dope because, like, you meet Caesar right at the beginning, right? And he dies, and then you basically take his spot, and that's kind of the premise of the game. And you could lead you lead an army. There's like tactical battles, like where you lead the entire armies against each other, and you got to put them in formation. And then there's turn-based battles where you control your actual dudes on the battlefield. And you control a lot of dudes, like 15 or 20 at least, once you get into the game. And the enemy has even more. It's pretty fun. I don't know. I'm a Rome that, <laughs> I mean, there are, there are a few good Rome, Rome games out, out there, not, right? Not not too many, and definitely not many that make you play Caesar, right? And it's fully voice acted, and there's story. It's a CRPG, so like, there's character progression and leveling up, and and then the 
battles take place turn-based in a tactical grid. And it's a smaller studio, so maybe it's not as fleshed out as some of the bigger like RPGs. Um, but it's got a full story that's historically... It's not accurate because you're Caesar and you get to make choices, right? And obviously Caesar's dead. But um, if you like Rome shit, it's pretty on point with what you would want from that kind of game, you know? Seems like seems like it would be. Was it? If I'm not mistaken, isn't there actually like a game called Rome or something like that? Yes. I mean, there's Rome Total War, which is a yeah. strategy game. Yeah, that's. And then there's just of. like Rome, which is like a mediocre but nice looking action game. But I don't know. There's a lot more you could do with the setting. I'd love like a, a, a Spartacus game because like even the show nailed the idea. Uh, that they had of Spartacus. He starts as a gladiator and then goes to war with basically Rome. How is that not a video game? That that sounds like that sounds like a concept for one of the best games. Right. So Silly Kelly says, what about torture games? I, I don't know what that means. Uh, uh, I'm gonna Mods ban chat. Oh, well, just, I just ban I, all chat. just everybody. Actually, ban everybody except Silly Kelly. I I think well, and, well, and Shmoy because uh, you know I don't want to go. I don't want to go to war. That's true. Uh, with, no, with don't Shmoy. ban anybody. That's the joke. Do we even have mods? I don't think we have mods. I think it's you. Uh, I think, I, I think we are the mods. Yeah. You, you and Morpheus are the are the mods. I'm a mod. Why'd you do that? He did that a couple weeks ago. I'm gonna ban. I'm gonna ban Morpheus. Then I'll How's that him. work? But so he ban Matt. But see, he's the also power struggle. Game of Thrones. But see, he's also mod and also he's like the top mod in chat. And also, like, why would you? Why would you ban a cripple? So, uh, no, it's the, a power the, play. The the giant bullying the freaking cripple. That's why you don't get mods, because I'll do because they'll do shit like that, or they'll ban some guy for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> you get mods get you in trouble more than often. Although well, some of these sites require it, but it's like they also have language filters, so I don't know. Yeah, seems stupid to have mods. Are you afraid of chat? Oh, what's chat gonna do? Say something you don't like? I don't. I the the closest thing I to answer Tilly Kelly's question, the closest thing I could come to a torture game would was actually like twenty four, the video game, uh, where you could like torture terrorists for like information gta had interactive torture gta 5 oh oh yeah that's right yeah that, that's as, as much as i love the game i'm gonna have to go with cyberpunk 2077 at, at launch oh do you mean torture to play <laughs> yes fair enough i'd probably say some 
Well, right now I'd say Lilith, Uber Lilith and fucking Diablo. Like I can kill every other boss. I can do like level 90 nightmare dungeons and that fucking bitch. Isn't, yeah, isn't Lilith like the giant vampire? Uh... Yeah, she's the queen of, or she's the mother of hatred. Yeah. And she's a fucking cunt. Uber Lilith. The regular, like, if you just play Diablo 4 to beat the campaign, it's fine, right? But the end, that's level 50. At level 100, there is Uber Lilith, and that's how you basically really beat the game. And she has some bullshit mechanics that one-shot me, and right before I came on air, I was dying to that fucking slut like 50 times and screaming and swearing. And so, fuck Uber Lilith. Got a lot of bullshit mechanics. I got Uber Deriel. Uber Deriel is supposed to be the hardest boss in the game. That's fucking easy. I'm a barbarian, by the way. And I do two moves. Everything else is like buffs. He, he, mean, he means... I charge, and I hit things with a hammer. He mean, he means he means in the game, folks. He's not actually a barbarian in real life. He's a giant in real life. That's purely speculation. He he does have a big forehead, but that does not make him a barbarian necessarily. Yeah, and I charge and I smash and I charge and I smash and I charge and I smash. And then you smash, 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 smash because you you go berserk, right? But then Lilith has this one thing, and it's like, get out of the way. And it's like one centimeter of one fucking pixel of the screen, and I die. And I'm like, fuck you, you fucking whore. Because if I could get past that one fucking thing, I beat her face so bad with my hammer. <laughs> I'll get that, bitch. You watch me. <laughs> I, I I would watch you. That that to, a Max Sand game stream would be epic. So especially that because like you're always a pretty calm and collected dude. But I would just love like a rage stream of Max Sand like playing Diablo. Exactly I want I want a Max Sand stream imitating DSP. I couldn't even do that, man. No. I only know the basics on DSP. I know that he jerked off on stream, and I know that he's like a fucking... He's like the king of grifters. He's king e king e-beggar. E mm -hmm. I also know that he's successful at being that to some degree. Yeah. And, and I also know he's got like a gambling problem on like WWE Champions mobile app or something. Yep. Which is, if you're going to lose more than a few dollars on a game, that is not the one. It's DSP's one. That game is so bad, even by mobile game standards. I agree. I actually don't mind the new WWE 2K games. I have, like, since, since they had the really bad one, I think it was 2020. They took a year off. The new ones are good-ish. I mean, they're not groundbreaking, but I didn't want that. And I always get them in like a humble bundle or something. But that mobile game 
is the most cash grab mobile game I have ever seen. Oh, it's sp- speaking the gameplay of gameplay amounts to like who spent more money. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of games that are for sale now, uh, now that the NFL season is over, you can get Madden twenty four for like twenty bucks. And it's still not worth that. that shit, they just put that shit on Game Pass. And I looked at it and I was like, hmm, I do like me some football. And here's the thing. Here's the thing that you probably don't have since you said that. I'm a PC gamer. And for about 10 years, we didn't get football at all or hockey or anything. Yeah. We still don't get hockey, by the way. That sucks. Which is my favorite kind of video games. It was a one team sport I enjoyed playing growing up. Back in the day, I loved Blades of Steel. Yeah, I've been playing since like the fucking NES days. To just hockey. It was just called ice hockey. Um, but I played in real life. My my best friend growing up played hockey every day, and he ended up getting he played in the minor leagues. But then he went to um, he joined the military. He want, his dream was to be a hockey player. So we played hockey every day. I played on the team and I was big. And so like you just be the defenseman and me and him were he was big, too. He's the same size as me, which is weird. We lived next to each other. Best friends growing up, both like six, five. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, we played hockey and we were defensemen, as you might imagine. And we just smash. You know? That's like smashing with my big brother over here, like pow, up against the walls for like 10 years. I love hockey. Hockey's the one where we, we could get in fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm always getting in fights because I'm the big guy. So what do you do? You bully. Well, they don't like a bully. And eventually they get pissed off at the guy that's bullying them. You know, they, they throw hands. I don't let you fucking throw hands and fucking sissy football. No, speak, speaking of... It's speaking part of the game in hockey. If you don't throw hands at some point, you might as well just quit. Right. Yeah, you might as well just quit. So, so what you're saying is Taylor Swift should break it off and find herself a hockey player. Because, yeah, no, because that's, that's the strat. It's the, There's psychology to fucking the brutishness of hockey. Again, as the big man, I'm I, the bully, right? You're the I, star player, Sam. I'm smashing you up against the boards every chance I get all night in a way that's maybe a little overboard. Maybe I even take some penalties on you. Because what's yeah. a penalty? I'm going to get two minutes in the box. All right, I'll wait that out and come back and fucking do it again. Because you're the star player. I'm getting in your fucking head as well as pushing you around. That's what hockey's all about. It's psychological. So at some point, you as a player, as an athlete, as a hockey player, as a man, will punch me in my big fucking mush. You'll throw the fucking gloves down. You'll say, let's fucking go. And then we'll just start fucking wailing away until one of us gets knocked the fuck down. And then the guy that started it gets like 10 minutes in the box. And the guy that lost it gets 10 minutes in the box. 
So if you're not, if you don't start it and lose, you get no penalty. By the way, so if you if they start it with you, which is me, the defenseman, they usually did, right? And you win, you get to keep playing. Yeah, they have since changed the rules, but that's how it used to be. Yeah, no, I I remember I remember I remember that that's how it used to be, but I think yeah, I think it has changed. But uh, no, what do you? Did you watch the Super Bowl at all? And if no, so, why would I watch that crap? I was reading a book. Well, well, good. Yeah, good for you. I, I, I went to the neighborhood Super Bowl party to make like social appearances. And if, then, I was, if there was a party, I would go for the same reason. But yeah, and I then don't talk about NFL football. They ba- well, basically, uh, everyone, everyone was screwed. Everyone was like screaming so or Taylor loud. Swift, for that matter. I don't care about it. Like, I don't care enough to hate watch for either either. Like, what 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 a waste of energy that it man. If you hate watch the Super Bowl to hate Taylor Swift, what a waste of your time. Not only that, but people you were actually reading a book. People you you could have no, they, they could have been reading Shadows of Deception. There you available. go on amazon they are if if they've already read it sam they've read it fifty thousand times how many different authors have been on to sell their books as well that you could you could read there's you could be reading a book you don't have to hate watch taylor swift who cares what that bitch is up to she's already got her song written about the breakup with the next boyfriend and it's going to be the meanest one ever because that's going to make her the most money she kisses him at the Super Bowl, and then she's like, "You're a cheating bitch." Uh, gonna make trillions of record sales because all y'all hate that bitch, and you want to hear what she the scantless details. Oh my god, like a bunch of fucking women. There, oh, there were, there were, there were people. No, Max, you want to hear the funny the thing? Were- and not the best one ever at that. <laughs> Let it be. Who cares what Taylor <laughs> Swift thinks? My God. There were there were people there were people actually gambling. I'm not making this up. There were people making bets on how many times they would cut to her during the Super Bowl. Yeah, because it continues to get talked about and mentioned on so, see social media metrics matter a lot to these media companies now too. So it might not draw ratings necessarily, but if it's getting them talked about on social media, they're gonna lean into it. And unfortunately it did draw them ratings this year. Of course and it my- did. And my God, people! Because will... dumb little white girls didn't want to watch the Super Bowl necessarily before, but Taylor Swift is on. Of course, <laughs> that's why you don't gotta give a fuck what Taylor Swift thinks, guys. Jesus, grow up! It, and my God, people will bet a singer. People will. People will bet on. People will bet on anything. She don't to... even act or nothing. She's just a singer. And like, not a very, and not mid, a very good one. She's mid, but I'll give her this: she's a songwriter, and she has longevity to her career because she has a fan base that she targets specifically with her fucking songs, and they've grown up with her. And you're never gonna convince her that she's bad. The little girl that grew up listening to Taylor Swift her whole fucking life. Give it up. She says, "Vote Biden." They'll vote Biden. The lost battle. And then all and then all you're doing is running around being a grown ass man hating Taylor Swift. Isn't there better hobbies? That that's not the reason why I hate her, 
but for the other grown ass man hating Taylor Swift, let it go, brother. Let it go. I I hate your hate. I I she's just some dumb white bitch who sings. That it. Let it go. (laughs) It's it's okay. Dumb dumb white bitch whose daddy had connections to, to the industry. That is probably that is, I don't know. She probably sucked a lot of dicks. Actually, she writes songs about it, so she's definitely sucked a lot of dicks. That is true. Also, I, I know I actually also, know... also, also, there's this thing called the wall. Okay, go on. And she and she's about to hit it fast. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yep. Um also I, I do know some women who actually can sing, and I'm trying to get one of them to come on the show, maybe to promote her record that'd be cool yeah man i um you so. gotta hit him up bro uh sick tank said he'd do the show um yeah I, I, on Twitter. yeah i actually i i still need to listen to the podcast i lost the link that you sent me so yeah yeah well but just yeah hit him up and schedule an interview you can listen to it before then it's it's only like two hours at this point it'll be four total but you don't you don't really need to listen to it. He'll he, he's an open guy. And and I have told him like we, you know, you can swear and he can talk about his music like I, I think the link's still in our Twitter DMs or Sam. It's fucking I'm... Anyway, just chill for it for a second. It's a fantastic uh podcast on a true crime mystery uh for a guy I've known a long time through the music, a fan of his music especially. Um, and and always kept in touch on online and such. Uh, Sectanic. Um, his real name is Andy Andy Sherm, and his mother was murdered when he was one year old, and uh, he never knew he, even what happened because they told him that she was gone when he was real little, right? And then the, when he was a little older, they said a bad man took her, and it he really didn't get much more details than that out of any of his family right on into adulthood. And what happened was there was another unrelated case that had nothing to do with him that he was, um, talking to the media about the, this podcast, uh, company, madhouse, madhouse, uh, crime. I think it's called, I'll have to double check. I'll tweet the link back out to it's fantastic. They did a fantastic job and they really helped this guy out. Um, and it's while he's been dealing, he's, a uh, he survived cancer and then he went into, uh, remission and then he got cancer and, uh, and he's been struggling with chemo and stuff and been through a lot in his life. He, I, I said this before, he's an absolute trooper and even getting dealt a bad hand, he, he turns it into a win. And, um, this seems to be that too, because he mentioned offhand his mother's case to them when he was talking about the other one. Um, and they hadn't heard of it. And there's not very many unsolved homicides in the U.S. that haven't had a podcast on them, right? And it turns out that there's yeah. a lot there and that the police, uh, for whatever reason, I don't want to spoil too much, but when they did a FOIA request, usually in a case like hers, um, there's not much because it was in the eighties and, and she was a sex worker, I guess is the appropriate term. I do want to be respectful to his mom. Um, but she was, um, not looked upon nicely by the PD and just kind of swept. Oh yeah. Another, 
another dead one right and right. Um, but there's a whole reason that it's not just that and it never was and it might make you angry with the system in some ways um and that's way that's probably why i connected with him through his music because i have the same kind of anger towards the system um and uh and, and you can relate to stuff like that like i didn't know about he didn't know so not neither of us knew much about the the murder but i knew that his his music was um something i connected to because i'd had dark experiences much like he had in life and um it is dark music don't get me wrong a lot of people wouldn't like it especially if you're christian um but he is a really interesting person and um so now they the podcast to to finish the story i guess has spent their own money or, or whatever and and hired private investigators and did two years worth of research on his mom's case and they are doing a four-part series on what they found and um, he's been promoting it because it means a lot to him, obviously. And um, yeah, so I just. Um, yeah, I, I just try and get him on the show, but also listen to the podcast, because if you're into true crime at all, it is a bombshell kind of story. There, There is twists and turns and a lot going on behind the scenes that makes it. Um, one, I've. I've listened to a lot of such cases and watched documentaries and stuff about true crime and it still stands out among even that and i haven't even heard the whole thing so that's basically the best uh, ad i could give for it and it deserves it uh check it out it's the madhouse podcast uh and the episode title which is probably how you would find it is uh who is Je uh, uh who killed jennifer sorry but I, I think it's more important also that it focuses on who Jennifer was. Jennifer was this man's mother, right? Jennifer was a lot of things other than just um, uh, a drug problem or um, a bad lifestyle choices, right? And um, there's a lot more moving parts to the case than just that. And it's, uh, it's an interesting listen. And I, I just hope it gives him some kind of closure, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I actually I, I just followed him on uh on Twitter. So <laughs> silly Kelly with some fake Taylor Swift breakup lyrics. You were my touchdown, you were my everything. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And I bet you that's not gonna be uh too far off from the actual truth. So he was the quarterback. <laughs> that's how it's gonna start. Oh, you know it. And it's going to sell 20 trillion albums. And how does that make you feel? Sad. Yeah. I don't care. That's the difference. See? Wasted hate, my man. Wasted hate. She nah. is just some dumb, rich, white bitch. Don't worry about it. There's plenty. There will be another after her. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, oh, yeah. And there was plenty before her. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Also, there's plenty of... I'm sure they've ruled 34 the shit out of those two now. So, there you go. Yeah. With AI. It probably looks realistic as fuck. 
They probably yeah, never no. have to make a sex tape. It's just going to leak because the AI made it. Well, no, her, her fans love to ship people. She's she's going to be she's the one that gets AI banned, not not anyone in government. So the uh, that problem that probably won't actually happen. So well, fuck that dumb bitch. Next topic. What else? Super Bowl. Uh, the Chiefs won. Uh, yeah. The Patriots. Fuck them. I, next, I, next topic. <laughs> I, I well, and I was just gonna say I left early because people people were shouting over, so I I couldn't even hear the game. So what's the point? I, I heard it went into overtime. That's yeah, probably cool. If you like the kind of thing, it's a. I saw a lot of people betting. I, this is one thing I've never got: sports betting. It's such a silly thing to me. Well, well, we we should we should ask the friend of we should ask friend of show merch. Oh wait, he's not uh, a friend of. Well, the show. he was nice to you. He he was never anything nice to me. I believe were his, was his exact words. So, but but he um, also said I was nice to you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And uh there you go. He was nice to you, so I think it's okay. We can call him friend of the show. I'm sure he's a big fan. Yeah, yeah. I I, I Johnny do know... Fox is a big fan too. I know he watches a lot of our content. It's amazing. Oh, I I well shout see, out here's... Johnny Fox. Well, see, here's the thing. I know people you know who know doesn't people... watch any of my content? Dave. You know who makes the best content on the internet? Dave. Dave. What did the pineapple taste like? I'm still not sure. He won't answer. My wife will hit me if I keep going with the pineapple stuff. She said the word pineapple is banned because of Dave. Pineapple tastes like pineapple? And everybody, you should go... His channel on YouTube is actually, ironically enough, Gordon Liddy. Talk about two random Gordon Liddy references in one show. Anyway, Dave's username is Gordon Liddy, and I don't know why, to be honest with you. Um, maybe, maybe he's not... He has a question for everybody. He has two devices, and he wants to know what they have in common. And so check that video out. Also, he has a great recommendation of... Um, Del Monte citrus salad. Okay, so he's a call in there. Oh, what was the too. last? What was the last review he did that was his fucking good shit? It was something like it was like strawberry kiwi juice, and he was like, "That's fucking good." It was like the sugariest. Dave's a diabetic, and he tastes all these sugary snacks and drinks for his YouTube. And repeats himself 7,000 times per thing because he's mentally disturbed. I don't know how to explain Dave. Just go watch Dave. And had a paper towel underneath his watch. And he had a, yeah, he had his watch on, right? And underneath his watch, he had a paper towel, like, wrapped underneath. Why? Interesting. Dave, why? Why the paper towel, Dave? Hashtag Dave 
Why the paper towel? That's what Dave would do. He would hashtag a really long and cumbersome phrase and ask people to get it trending. But the difference is like he he thinks that people will actually do that. I definitely don't think people they might do it in the chat just because I said it, but they won't actually go on Twitter and hashtag Dave. Why the paper towel, Dave? Hashtag paper towels. Hashtag Dave conspiracy. I think it's because uh, my, my wife said this. It might be because he's allergic to the strap of the watch because sometimes they have cheap material. And so instead of getting a new watch strap, he wraps a paper towel around to keep from getting a rash. Uh, oh, that's interesting and could be the case. But it could also be that Dave is a schizophrenic. And so maybe there's something else. That could also he might well, not yeah. want the electromagnetic waves to interfere with his wrist. Oh, geez, he's one of those people. Sometimes, if he's not on medication, that's why I worry about Dave. <laughs> one time, he thought the moon was a UFO for deadly serious and that it was looking at him through his window. Well, he wasn't wrong about that part. The moon was looking at him. And and he called up the local school. Oh my god, have I have I mentioned this one before? I have this on an old Dave episode. He called the local school for 20 minutes, yelled at them and threatened them. Right? I have the whole phone call because he posted it, right? And he's yelling at this like random lady that works at the school about the bus. See, Dave lived in like a, an apartment complex like a square, right? Like a motel kind right. of. Right. And the bus, the little bus, the short bus with the, the special needs kids would go around there to drop a kid off. And Dave was convinced they didn't need to, but they said they needed to do it to turn around safely. And so Dave is arguing with this bitch and screaming and yelling at her, but what if I was naked with my blinds open? And she's like, well, close your fucking minds or put some clothes yeah. on. Yeah, no, I, I've seen that video. That yeah. one was wild. And then he's like, well, I'm going to come down there and fight. Oh, it was so good. Dave's out of his mind. He goes on for six minutes about how what it, and she, God bless her, put up with him. Probably as good as almost anybody I've ever heard. There's one other one that I don't have anymore that is equally as good where they call him for a job interview. And it's a really professional woman, and she's like super nice while telling Dave he's retarded. You know what I mean? For like ten minutes, kind of like, kind of like I did. Dave has a list of questions before he'll answer your questions at the interview. He also does this with women. You have to answer his questions about women before he'll talk to you. Ew. Yeah, that that's always that's always interesting. So the questions about the job are do you pay in cash or in a check? Do you pay every week or every other week? Do I get snow days because I don't like to come in when the weather's bad? I only like to do outdoor type work. Do you pay in cash or in a check? 
and then he'll repeat all the questions. And if you don't answer the questions appropriately, then he doesn't want your job. And likewise with the women, only the que- the questions for women are like, do you have big tits or or small tits? Big tits or small dicks? Do you like big dicks or small dicks? You seen that one, right? Where he got mad because she said she liked big dicks and Dave was offended. Yeah. And so she she changed her mind and said, no, no, Dave, big dicks hurt. Dave seems like he could be a bit lovable with all his content. He is. Well, but right now is the best part, right? Because I'm going to do an episode on this, so this is kind of promo and for that, to be honest with you. That's my next... Fuck Johnny Fox. He's not funny. Um, Not on purpose, not on accident Ew. anymore. It's just sad. Dave needs to be in the spotlight because this season of Dave has been Dave in New York for as long as I've known of the 10 years that I've been following this fucking retard. <laughs> He's been Dave in New York. That's what he calls into shows as. That's what he calls himself or Hudson Valley guy. Either way, he is defined by being in Hudson Valley, New York. That is his everything, right? Right, yeah. And this season of Dave is Dave in New York in exile out of New York. Ooh, dun dun dun! Does his normal retarded, weird, autistic videos, right? And he's like, "What do the pineapple taste like? The pineapple tastes like pineapple. The pineapple tastes like pineapple. What does the pineapple taste like? The pineapple tastes like pineapple." And you're like, "Shut the fuck!" (laughs) But for some reason, it's still funny. I don't know. But then, in the midst of all his normal chicanery with his radios and all his weird stuff he has going on in his new apartment, he does weird shit like, I'm going to heat my house with my oven open. (laughs) I'm so smart. Y'all are going to have to pay high energy bills, and I don't have to. And it's even warmer. It's 83. He was bragging how smart he was, and then he ran out of fucking oil. But throughout it all, and then he did a video screaming about, please help me, because the next day is Martin Luther N-word day. And he needs oil, uh, except he didn't say N-word. And Dave is the best guy because he's insane and does shit like that. But interspersed throughout this whole season of nonsense has been the moments. Hold on. Has been the moments when he remembers New York. He'll be like. The pineapple tastes like pineapple. And you know what? I got this in the top store in New York. I wish I was in New York. Oh, this place sucks in Suckass County. I don't even know where he lives, but he calls it Suckass County. And it's in Delaware somewhere. That's what I know. And it's a trailer park. And it's the best Dave has ever had it, by the way. He has more money than ever. He has more autonomy than ever. He's not going to get kicked out of his fucking mobile home as long as he doesn't have dead bodies in it or something. And he even has a cat, that poor cat. But every now and again, then it slips in that he's not in New York anymore. And it really is like the Wizard of Oz in some ways. He chases an old woman around at a gas station when it closes because he wants to pump first and then pay. Mm -hmm. And he stalks her for months. 
on video just he goes around the store and he's like this old lady janet and she would let me pay pump first and then when they reopened the store he went and he found that same bitch worked there again for some whatever the reason and he was like can i do it anymore and she said no because it's a new system and he like had a meltdown because otherwise in new york he could pump first you know well well, you know, maybe maybe Mersh could save his cat. He's got like he's got three of them. Yeah, but Dave only got the one, and it's an outdoor cat, and it's not really even his cat. It came with the house, so I well, think that cat's fine. Dave, like you don't you don't get to become a cat person until you have three. That's when the toxoplasmosis levels get to such uh, a point that you start wanting more. Uh, I'm not kidding. This is science. So, unless okay. you are extremely clean with your cats right and most yeah. people who have more than three aren't but you can manage three but you have to be on point with it because and, and you have to not maybe even wear a mask when you clean their shit sometimes because that shit will creep in and it literally the the all it really does is make you want more cats it's it's actually part of their survival strategy as a species to make humans infected with toxoplasmosis so they want more cats. And that's how you end up a cat lady. Three is the limit. You can do three, but you've got to be clean. If you go beyond three, you might as well just become a cat lady. You might as well just go the whole nine and get like 20. Interesting. Four, four is the same as 20 cats. Yeah, yeah. And this is why I'm a dog person mostly. Me too. Well, I'm allergic to cats, so I might be a biased source for all of this. No, I'm I'm also allergic to cats. But uh <laughs> No, you won't. See Silly Kelly says if that ever happens to me and I am infected with the Gandhi, I will behead all of my cats. I will not be a tool of the parasite. Here's the problem. No, you won't. Because you'll love them so much and you'll just want to hear them purr. You'll just want to hear them purr forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, even even your brain, Silly Kelly, will be taken. Will be taken One over. cat is enough to get you sharing memes and cat videos, right? <laughs> Two cats. Uh-oh. Uh Two cats, it starts to become a, your personality a little bit. Four cats and you are a certifiable cat lady. Wait, wait, wait. How many uh how many cats does it take to for you to get to to share uh cat memes and videos? One. Morpheus? I I have zero cats and I and I share I cat memes. Me and you share cat memes. Yes. I share cat memes all the time, and oh. I have no no cats. Oh, you have no cats. Okay, I thought you were denying sharing the memes. I was like, no, you share them all the time. No, I I I, I love my cat memes. I just have zero cats at my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying, but like one I, one will make a person that otherwise wouldn't share cat memes share cat memes. Just one cat. But that's not that bad, right? Two is where they start to become like annoyingly cat person-y, but not you wouldn't cut somebody out of your life over it. You're not gonna call for an intervention, but it starts to creep into their personality. Three, it becomes their personality. 
That's the stage Mersh is at. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. His personality is he's Queen Mersh of the cats. You know, speaking of that, right now on Pot Awful or tonight, I, I missed it because our show is more important, obviously. But they were doing Minnie Manson as the fucking guest host. And I really want to go back and watch that <laughs> when we're done here because it's probably going to be great. And I by great, just, I mean awful. I was just introduced to Minnie Manson and I just don't get it. That's the point. Yeah. Well, Shmuley claims to get it, but then Shmuley is Shmuley. And he's easy to fuck with, and he'll have a complete breakdown and cry and a total, like, dramatic hissy fit, and he'll hate you forever. And then, like, five minutes later, he's going to come crawling back to tell you he loves you. And the whole time, he's either doing bad singing or smashing up his own house <laughs> or drinking in the dark. Is it? Isn't Manny Manson the guy that that like Shmuley had as his Twitter? Yeah, that's his Twitter picture, Manny Manson. I, I I was gonna say he was friends with Minnie Manson before, but then the somebody tried to like make Minnie Manson their goon, so to speak, and uh, he stopped talking to us. Yeah. He blocked me. I wasn't going to do a cringe coffee house on Minnie Manson. He's, I can't use a pot awful goon. Do you know how fucking tasteless that would be? I know people do, but like that's a pot awful original goon. You know what I mean? Not even like Mersh. Mersh is Mersh. <laughs> right? I could talk yeah. about Mersh all I want, but like pot awful's goon. Yeah, Minnie Manson is pot awful's goon for sure. People tried to poach him. And they blocked me because they thought I was going to poach him just because Shmuley's friends with him. And I'm like, no, I don't do content on Minnie Manson. That's, he's too gross for me sometimes. But he also yeah. has re really good crying fits, you know? Yeah, Shmuley wanted me to interview Minnie Manson at first. And yeah, I... we should have him on the show. I'm telling you, this tonight he's hosting Pot Awful. It's his big break. Again. We could have him perform on the show. No, no, we won't be doing any of that. We yeah, have yeah. On this show, we're not gonna have Minnie Manson on the show. Yeah, we and have. Then no one would ever come on the show again. But, but a man can dream. Well, 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 God, well, God bless. Wait, I could have him co-host the Cringe Coffee House. Yeah, you. Yeah, you could. Wouldn't it, that be an idea is me and Minnie Manson watching awful internet content like Dice Golden and Dave? That would that would and be we could give them advice on how to be less of a fucking online low cow. Even though he's way more of one than both of them. And I'm just going to sit there and drink coffee and agree with him. That would that would be awesome. Yeah, I could I could totally see it. So he could be a permanent co-host of the cringe coffee house. He would be the perfect co-host, actually, now that I think about it. So yeah, that, that sounds good. Um so he is cringe incarnate. Anything uh, any other topics uh on the docket? Let's see, we covered Russia, we covered Vince. We did video games already, and we even did some, uh, you know, neither 
paid any attention attention to the Super Bowl because fuck the NFL. Uh, fuck, again, fuck, yes, fuck the NFL. I said it, so I don't have any other, anything else unless you. Oh, do. what do you think about WrestleMania, Sam? Are you what? Uh, are you a Cody crybaby, or are you a team Team Rock? Where do you stand, Sam? I'm Team Rock, even yeah. though Morpheus. If I have to pick a pick a team, I'm Team Rock. But I quite honestly don't give a fuck. Yeah. So no Cody crybabies in the house. Isn't that interesting? They seem to be so popular. Maybe it's the kind of people that would like buy a ticket to a show. I don't know. Anyway, I guess that's the match. Yeah. Just I'd ask because that's that's the big thing around wrestling. Besides Vince McMahon's dirty DMs. And by the way, stop watching porn. You fucking degenerate. If you think I'm talking to you, that means I am. Well, that well, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. It's like Vince is that is the one thing about Vince that I am kind of curious about. Just to kind of wrap everything up, like Vince is Vince is rich enough, right? Theoretically, that he that he could like, and I I hate to say this derogatorily, but like he could pretty much like buy any pussy that he wanted, right? So why does Vince have porn brain? It's not like he's because the boomers do that. I'm telling you, these guys like in it's their the, middle it's the age, promoter, promoter brain that he has. The guys in in middle age that that get into the fucking porn on their phones. It's just because the convenience of it, right? Um, and then they get hooked. It's just about. I think it's. I'm talking about addiction, and I was using it as a vehicle to say if you think that you might have a problem with porn, you do. Knock it off. That's the best I can do for you. I can't direct you anywhere to get help. I just knock it off. Go to NoFap on Reddit or something. I don't know. You'll get a bunch of awful information over there. I'm sure. Yeah. Don't don't go don't go to the Tate Brothers either. So. Yeah, yeah. Just just have some self discipline and fucking. If you fucking looking at some weird shit, ask yourself why. How did you get there? You know, where did you start? Get help. I don't know where you get it. And uh, <laughs> go find it. And ha- and have a happy Valentine's Day, I guess. So, well, I guess we could always bring. Like I said, watching the Super Bowl, watching porn. I was reading a book, and we should revive the No Fat Book Club. Would you would, would, you, would anybody be interested in joining the No Fat Book Club? All you have uh, to do is do the 30-day no fat challenge and read the assigned book. Depends on what the book is, but maybe. Well, there will be a list and then anyone who is a participant would vote. I I still have my uh recommended reading list. Could be could most be of it will be fiction, so like that's the idea. Could be interesting. Old fi- old fiction, sci-fi, you know, stuff like that that has something to say that yeah. 
We used but, to do uh, that, but the other people turned into like weirdos. So we could revive that. That was my brand, the No Fat Book Club. You read a book and you don't fucking jerk off for a month. Yeah. Just one. 30 so, days. It's a lot of control, but. Is once that a cigar it, you're smoking? Yeah, yeah. It's a big, thick cigar. Old right. Old uh, Rush Limbaugh uh, tribute, I, I see. So, yeah, kind of. It's totally. No, it's like organic, uh -huh. organic hemp wraps. <laughs> nice. I, I wish I, I wish I, I wish I had a filter in here because otherwise, because I'd be joining you if I did. So, yeah, it's mostly marijuana, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't I don't get why people think I hate weed. I don't. I don't. I don't. It's I, perfectly legal. And this like the thing is, it's all grown in Massachusetts. So I'm not dealing with cartels. I'm putting an end to them. Yeah, local. Although they tax the shit out of all the other states, so I don't know what they're doing. My uh, my friend who was with us uh, was counting all the car license plates, and almost all of them were from Rhode Island because it's ultra expensive there. Huh? Who would have thought? Yeah, thanks for all that tax revenue into our state, though. So. <laughs> Alrighty, folks. Well, uh, I guess in, unless Morpheus has anything, we'll uh, catch you next week. Oh, so. black people! It's Black History Month. You you, you got to say something about black people. Oh, you know, otherwise um, it wouldn't be very diversity of you. Well, uh, talk about putting them on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I suppose if I'm gonna go down that rat, rat hole, uh, shout out to uh, uh, Will Nash, great guy, friend of the show. Oh, so Sam Sam defaults he, to the black friend defense. Uh, I see. No, no, Nash is awesome. He uh, he, I think he I think he kind of like hates Black History Month, which is why I. Which is partially why I'm doing it to push his buttons, but uh, well, I feel like yeah. we have to clip this now because I think. Oh yeah, yeah, we no, we totally do. So just putting you on the spot out of nowhere, like black people, because <laughs> 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 it's Black History Month. Oh well, in, in all seriousness, like I know, I know that That's you're not how forced. It is. That's why I think you'll appreciate it, right? It's such a forced meme now. We'll see. Like, hey, the... make sure you think about this. <laughs> okay. We'll see. Yeah, like in all seriousness, like I know you don't so like. I should read more Malcolm X. Is is that what they're saying? Because I I like Malcolm X. <laughs> you know, I like. We had some interesting thoughts. I like. I know a lot of people. People think that like jazz is only for old people, but like it's not. And John Coltrane was 
is my favorite saxophonist. Oh, well, when you go with like music, you know, you can't skip. If you really love music, you can't skip over the blues and like you have to give that. That's like all black. Very few white guys were doing the blues back in the Dixie days. There's yeah, so few that, recordings of original shit, but it's I've uh hey it's it was of like all modern contemporary music, right? So you gotta it, give it up to the blues. Hey, it, hey, it was two years ago this month I saw Buddy Guy in concert here in Florida. So and most that's... of them were d- doing jazz too, because that's where the money was at, right? Blues was yeah. what they did for the fucking black audiences who were like down on their luck. And then they'd all play in jazz bands because, like, you got to make money. It was the depression and shit. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, that's our bit for uh, Black History Month. It's almost, uh, which was uh, which was almost as long as the month itself. So Sam, so. Sam's answer to say something good about black people was, "My friend is black, <laughs> and I like black music." Dope. I think you yeah. know. No, yeah, I that's pretty much isn't that pretty much what all white liberals like say during black? History? No, no, they would have mentioned so. the food. Oh, yeah, well, virtue signaled somehow, but 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 see that, but see that that actually seems racist to me. So, I mean, it is. Hey, I, I, I enjoy some uh, southern black cuisine myself. Was it soul food? It's fucking <laughs> delicious. It's not the first thing I would talk about, but that usually does seem to be the case with white liberals, right? They're like, oh, oh, the food is so good. And they say that about everybody's food. So you start to wonder if they mean it. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So. Or they got the Black Lives Matter sign in their yard, but they've never had a black person in their house. (laughs) That's, yeah, that's my favorite one. What? Right, like Black Lives Matter. But, oh no, we don't. We don't actually want you in our house. So, yeah, I there's a lot of those around here. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Or Black Lives Matter, but only if it, you're like immigrants. Welcome over there. Yeah, not here. <laughs> Here's a little too fucking close. So, alrighty, folks. Uh, we'll talk you down the road, and uh, until next time, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Like that doesn't include PCP. That leaves you wide open. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. It gives you wide berth. PCP. Yeah, don't don't do any PCP, folks. That's pretty bad. That, leave more for Sam. Thanks for listening to The Whitfield Report on the NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash whitfieldreport. Until next time. God bless. God save this great nation. And God, freedom, legacy. In that order. And then say black history. And then see what he says.